Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. I'm Nick. I'm Michael. I'm Jennifer. And we are back for another week. Yay! Yeah, as my throat decides to kill itself. <laughs> <laughs> Seppuku on stage. Woo! <laughs> 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 <sighs> uh, what have you two been up to this week? Uh, PT event. Nice. Got sunburnt. Nice. A wedding. A nice. wedding? Yes. It was very cold. <laughs> it was on Saturday, which was like, what, zero degrees Celsius outside? Yeah. My brother also got married on Saturday, except for none of the family was there, so. <laughs> oh, oofed. Um, and other than that, assignments. Because this week wanted to be filled with assignments. Yay. Mm, I had an intensive school over the weekend, so that was fun too. Why this weekend after? Yeah. Um, good question. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't really say. I think it's because um, the unit coordinator was late to pick up the unit because the person who was supposed to run it was murdered in Argentina. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear about Lily Perrig being uh, murdered by her son in Argentina? Not the son, the nephew. Nephew, yeah. the start I, of the year. I, I heard the email. I got the I, email. I heard an email. <laughs> I heard the email, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's geez. that. she's like the unit coordinator for that unit that I'm doing. So, oh. so it was it all a bit of, of a mess. You know, thrust upon the lecturer and she decided she wanted to run prax. Oh. Well, they've uh, always run, they'd always run that intensive but I think it was just a bit behind fair enough yeah I think uh, but yeah that was fun it kind of sucked but it was it was okay we did things <laughs> did things and stuffs yeah microbiology they tell you that you're playing with incredibly dangerous things and it turns out it's just water <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it has hydrogen and oxygen. Two of the most dangerous things you'll ever come across. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but anyways, what about you, Jen? What have you been up to? Um, not much new. Um, me and Michael played a um, co-op game called Unravel 2, which has been interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I've seen, like, the first game. Hmm. But I haven't seen anything of the second game. I've never heard of the series before. Isn't it that little yarn guy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yarn guy. yeah. It's like Portal 2, except for, you know, you can't be mean to your partner. <laughs> Wait, it has portals? <laughs> no. But it's, you know, it's like Portal 2 in that you can play it co-op. Oh. Local co-op, too, actually. You know, two controllers for one PC. Oh, okay. That's is, good. Yeah, just fun. Means that it's easy to do. Although I think one of my controllers has a problem because it like crosses over buttons or something. Oh, sometimes it's re- it does really weird stuff. Like so, you press it up on the analog stick and like you'll jump or something. Well, uh, no. See, um, when you're playing co-op, um, you can combine the two people. So one by person pressing can. Y. Yeah, so one person can take a ride on the other one. Okay. So it's like if there's a jumping puzzle, one person can't get through. Yeah. You know, for instance, Jen can hop on me and I can get through the puzzle, and then we both are on the other side. Oh yeah. Um, except for the fact that for some reason that jumping makes the two characters want to merge together again. Oh. Which is really annoying when you're getting through a jumping puzzle that we can both do, but if we jump at the same time, we merge, and that stops your momentum and you just fall and die. (laughs) So sometimes I've had to swap back to a keyboard to stop that from happening. 
Is it that or is it so if you're on the keyboard and Jen's on the fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That Uh, that is strange. It's really temperamental as well. Sometimes it'll be fine and then it'll just start doing it and won't stop doing it. (laughs) So I was like, well, back to the keyboard. Well, I have a problem with my Xbox controller at the moment. Whenever I press, like, sometimes when I press the A button, it gets stuck down. (laughs) Now, you might think, oh, that's not a very bad problem. I would say that is a bad problem. (laughs) It is when you're playing Sekiro and the A button is jump (laughs) and you're in the middle of a boss fight and you're just constantly jumping. (laughs) So you're sitting there mashing like the start button going pause (laughs) and then you have to sit there. The way I figured out how to get rid of it is just swack the side of the controller (laughs) to get it to unstuck. Have you tried beating it up? (laughs) It's either turn it off off and on again, and if that doesn't work, hit it. Well, you know, the Mm. um, ultimate thing to turning it off and on is, have you unplugged it? (laughs) Unplugged it back in. See, it doesn't work when it's just the button. That's very (laughs) true. The button gets stuck, and I don't know why. Probably because you need a new controller. It's like 50 bucks. Mm. Depends how much that A button's worth to you. <laughs> it's not worth that much. It's probably got some gunk stuck in it or something. Yeah, something like. So, yeah, controllers can get really weird sometimes. Yeah. Just start doing, or I've even had it on, um, playing on an old PC or something like that. And one of the keys, like even if you're not touching, it's like, yep, we're going to go to that side of the screen now. <laughs> uh, which is... Annoying. Yeah, I haven't ever come across a lap uh, a keyboard that actually has stuck keys or down. I don't think it was the keyboard. I think it was like if you move like on you know in some games you move your mouse to the side of the screen, the screen turns in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Where like it thinks it's having an input on that side, even though your mouse is like over on the other side. Yeah. Like I think old games would do it I've, sometimes. The only times I've had that happen is when I like minimize a game or something, and like you move oh, your mouse around. Minimizing a game, especially old ones, is so dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. It's like I've, oh. and then you like go to click on something and it clicks on something in the game. Yeah, <laughs> but playing um, uh, Star Wars Dark Forces and Star Wars Dark Forces Two, and those are ancient games. Mm. And oh boy, I. Like, as in, they're packaged with DOSBox, <laughs> which boots up, then boots the game in DOS. Oh. And um, oh. And that does entertaining things sometimes when you tab out. <laughs> so, yep, didn't need to do that anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I liked it where my game was running. Yeah, it's like you, you go out and your computer's running at, like, 8-bit color and, you know, oh. awful resolutions. <laughs> like, hmm, well... <laughs> Hmm. Or the worst, the worst part is that when I was originally trying to get it to go, um, it wouldn't. It would like launch and then crash, but it would launch, change all of the graphics settings of my PC, oh. and then crash and not remove them. <laughs> so I'm just looking at this horrific um, desktop. I'm like, I need to fix this now. <laughs> I don't know how. I'll just launch it again. Yeah. Uh, but then I guess the the uh, resolution was like, was it like just like the whole screen was a bad resolution or was yeah. it like the screen really tiny? Bad resolution uh, and um, weird colors. Oh. Because, oh. yeah, I just imagined like your desktop getting like in the like very center like a little box. Mm. And it's like, oh, that's my desktop now. <laughs> I don't... Can that actually happen? I think Michael looked at a game the other week and he's um, 
the menu for oh, it, yeah. it was so tiny. The menu was was so small. Oh, the UI. The, the UI for it was so small, as in, I couldn't read it with magnifying glass. Oh. It was so small. Oh. It was a really interesting looking concept of a game, too. And I was like, oh, I'm going to give this a go. It looks great. Oh, it's actually illegible. <laughs> Even <laughs> Was there I, no, like, settings that you could... Yeah, well, the, the, the thing is that I could tell where the settings was because I could get into it just by guessing from the length of the word, yeah. the relative <laughs> length of the word. But once you're in there, you you're, you can't find any settings that are actually going to change anything. What about in the text files of the game? I didn't. I, I dug it's through it a little bit. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> it's not interesting enough. I'm not invested enough in this to get invested enough in this. Because, yeah, there's ways that you can actually change, like, the settings mm. actually out of the game mm. in the text files. Yeah. Which is fun mucking around with that type <laughs> of stuff. Uh, it's, it gets entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Things get weird. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've had anything that bad. But in saying that, I also don't try to run ancient games. I, I like old stuff. I mean, uh, the old Star <laughs> back Wars... Back when games were better. Back when they could actually make a good Star Wars game that wasn't monetized terribly. <laughs> <sighs> or back when EA made, like, actually really nice games. Mm. Uh, some of EA's stuff is actually really good. Yeah. Uh, I, was I was actually I was talking to a friend of mine about games that would be awesome to have um, remasters to, and I was like, you know what I want? I would like a remaster of... Battlefield 1942, like the original Battlefield. Okay. Like, that would be cool. See, I used to say that to uh, Spyro, and I got my wish. You got that one, yes. And I just remembered Crash Team Racing is out next month, I think. <gasps> that was like my childhood. It, Spyro and Crash Team Racing were my childhood in a nutshell. Oof. Let's see if I can find a release date. You should just... It. I'm pretty sure like, you could go on EB Games and find it. Hmm. Uh, 21st of June. Yeah, 21st of June. So in about a month's time. Yep, get excited. <gasps> <laughs> Apparently there's also like new tracks and different characters and stuff that you can actually play in the game as well. Cool. So they've added a bit more onto it. All right. Which is nice. Hmm. Uh, Let's just hope back, hope that it doesn't get pushed back. Yes, that'd be nice. <laughs> it's, I remember it's... one of those where me and my brother just continuously blew each other up with TNT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the joys of... Um, I loved all those like cartoon racing games and stuff mm. like that. They were good. They were. Crash Team Racing was very underappreciated for what it was. Oh, yeah? It had, like, a full campaign mode and everything. Huh. <laughs> the, nice. Uh, Mario Kart didn't have that at the time. It uh. still doesn't have that, actually. No, it's just Mario Kart. It's just Mario Kart. Okay. There was, like, dialogue and everything, and it was great. It had a, it had a plot? A plot for a racing game? Hmm. Come on, Need for Speed has that sometimes. Oh, they did I mean, back... to I'm talking about the old Need for Speed, yeah. not the more recent ones, which are shitty. Yeah. 
the uh, good old Carbon and Underground. That's most Wanted. I love Most Wanted. I love that as well. I reckon they should remake Underground and Underground 2. They were good games. See, me and my brother wanted to play Underground 2 so bad, but the copy that we had of it um, was that scratch that it wouldn't work. So me uh-huh. and my brother were just really sad. <laughs> now you can get ROMs. Hmm. Uh, so uh, other things that get pushed back. Apparently Borderlands 3 has been, its release date has been pushed back. Already? Um, I think two? They, I, I'm not sure. This is the only article that I've seen so far on... You know, it's being pushed back, produced, written yesterday. Mm. Um, but basically, I think they're like, "Oh, we've decided we want to, um, we want to add uh, more content because they've had they've had uh, streamers, you know, playtesting it basically. Oh, okay. And these streamers have said, once you get to max level, there isn't a lot to do once you're there. Oh, okay. So like, oh, that's a good point. So they're adding on more content for the max level players when they when you get there eventually. Okay, which um, you know this article makes a good point. It's like which probably means that the um, the developers of competing looter shooters are probably all you know breathing a sigh of relief that Borderlands isn't you know <laughs> coming out quite so soon. Yeah, but then again, at the same time, they should probably be ashamed that. A, um, a decade-old game is setting the standard of that genre. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> set the standard in the first place. Yeah. So, but in saying that, that's been the downfall of a lot of, like, those types of games. Like, mm. Destiny had it, Destiny 2 had it, Anthem has it. Like... Yeah. Like, people just complain that they get to the end of the game mm. and then there's nothing to do but grind for things that like might like upgrade you slightly mm. why don't they do what they did with Borderlands 2 and you know that you'd redo the game as a higher level character yeah um, probably but that's that's a DLC so so far I don't think they've actually done DLC yet for them yeah so and to be honest I should when they should I like what they're doing because when they release it it should be a full game for every level of character so yeah Although, to be honest, a max-level character kind of implies you're getting towards the end of the game. Yeah. But still. I mean, like, you're probably, like, that is finished, like, the campaign, but then, like, you know, maybe they're thinking, like, say the max level is 50. There's not many level 50 quests. Like, there might be, like, two or three. Hmm. And they think, okay, we might put in, like, you know, 10 or 15 instead. Yeah. Like, you have, like, all of this really good gear at that point in time. Might as well be able to use it for something, hey? Good point. Um, So here's a little bit of interesting thing as well. So they've been developing Borderlands 3 through the Battle Royale craze, basically. Yeah. Through the height of that. Um, There was actually, when that really started taking off, there was some serious debate at Gearbox as to whether they scrapped development of Borderlands 3, then unannounced, and begin working on their own Borderlands universe battle royale instead. I'm so glad they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we needed this. We didn't need another battle. We need, you know, the next in the line of the king of looter shooters, not yeah. another 
Battle Royale because yeah. that's what it would have been. And it probably wouldn't have been even that good well, of a Battle Royale. Like, I reckon... Well, you can't have a... Really can't have much of a plot. You can't have the RPG skill tree elements of it because that's mm. just too complicated for that format. Yeah. The... You know, you you'd get like skins of people and like yeah, you know the gun. <laughs> Imagine trying to put like in a bazillion guns mm. randomly around. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like you know, <laughs> there's in, just a lot of guns instead of like you know three or four different um, like assault rifles or something. Mm. Congratulations, you now have a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like instead of like what would be in, like, a general battle royale having, like, four of one type of weapon, mm. that would have, like, 200, like, probably... A lot. Like, probably, like, a 1,000 or something. They just pull They just pull the loot random generation system from Borderlands 2 and chuck it in. It's like, here you go. Yeah, <laughs> and then put tiers on it and stuff like that. Okay, this tier weapon's supposed to be here, and it's supposed to be, like, an assault rifle. Uh, here's... Uh, Roll one to one hundred. You yeah. get this one. Yeah, uh, that be that would be interesting. The looter shooter of um, battle royale. Like I would like, it's not a bad business thing, but I would not scrap a full like well, half developed game yeah. for it. Especially something on the um, on the line of a border, uh, Borderlands, like a main series Borderlands as yeah. well, because. Yeah, we've seen that looter shooter is still a popular genre. There's still people yeah. playing it. I mean, Anthem sold, like, it's been estimated around, like, 3.6 million copies or something. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, Borderlands still has a fan base from, you know, when it originally released and yeah. then on. Yeah. So, I mean, it's already got a, you know, a fair base without, you know, mm. new people coming on board. Yeah. Definitely there's a lot of potential for the game to be very successful. Like, it will probably sell, like, uh, probably 5 million in, like, the first month, I would estimate. Even though it's exclusive to Epic? Okay, maybe 4 Okay, so (laughs) my apologies. It looks like this might be... A, um, I'm reading the comments of this thing, and it's um, people because I saw this in my Google news feed this morning. Yeah. That's why I, you know, looked at looked it up now. People are saying, you know, we're so, you know, you're really upset that you know Google is providing this because, like, right at the bottom it says, by the way, this is part of our, you know, this is a news in quotation marks website, but this is part of their satirical series. And, oh. But Google is, you know, directing everyone to it because it's, you know, the you know Google's probably algorithm is thinking this is the new hot topic. Yeah, Borderlands. We're going to serve up anything that's Borderlands. Yeah, but it, you know, it's saying it. You know, oh by the way, this is you know a satirical article. It's you know, it's fake, and everyone's here is like, yeah, if it's supposed to be fake, it's supposed to be funny, like The Onion or something like that. Yeah, you, know? you Not, don't make. You know, reading this, it sounds legitimate. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they say things that I would expect them to do because I would have expected, you know, Gearbox to consider Battle Royale as they're developing over the Battle Royale series. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, it it talks about the the difficulties of, 
other game developers dealing, you know, making their serious looter shooters when Borderlands is anything but <laughs> and does really well out of it. So, ugh. Like, ugh, this is annoying me. It, it, even if the article is satirical and trying to be, like, funny and make a joke, it does bring up good points. Yeah, it does bring up good points as to, you know, there, there are going to probably be developers out there worrying about that sort of content. Like, yeah, oh, no. and, like, how do you compete with a, you know, a, a game series which has, you know, Tiny Tina as just a 13-year-old who just blows things up? <laughs> That's what every 13-year-old wants to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, or other things like Tiny that. Tiny Tina, 100% best character. <laughs> Mr. Torg. Yeah, in the in the D and D campaign DLC for Borderlands Two, there's he's literally like, it's like, oh, that guy was rude to a lady. Punch him so hard he explodes, and you just <laughs> chase him around and just punch him, <laughs> and things like that. Um, how do you compete? Yeah, it's that's so such a goofy and well done thing. I really hope that they manage to do it well this time as well. Yeah, it's just it needs to be executed properly and not just be a mishmash of things. Well, the thing is, the odds are that it probably will have that because they've had the time to spend on it. It's been, what, a six-year development Mm. cycle for this one? And the other thing is that I was reading this article uh, a while ago, actually, that was talking about the difficulty that they're going to have with Borderlands 3. Because you look at Borderlands 2 and you listen to the voice lines and look at the content, it's basically encapsulated the memes of that time. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, so what are we going to do with... Three. Oh, no. Our, our, the memes of this one are going to be so terrible. Well, that's the issue. It's like, how are we going to manage to, you know, pull the good parts of, you know, the weird and wacky internet culture? Mm. Which is why I'm glad, like, their bad guys are generic, of, often hated streamers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gamer from Gamer Nation. You know, mm. really upbeat. So that's sort of a person. And I'm like, yes, that's a, that's a great archetype for your villain when that's the sort of way you present your game. game. Yeah. I also just realized that they've had a development cycle that's almost as old as a um, gen- like a console generation. Oof. So they could have started developing on the PlayStation 3. Oof. <laughs> like that type, an Xbox 360. Before. How would you handle that then? With you would the, have to change the engine, yeah, and that, the architecture. That, that must have sucked. <laughs> they might because at six years ago, I'm not too sure with this, but you know, PlayStation Four and Xbox One would have been coming out relatively soon-ish. I assume, I don't think that they've. I think they've been out for about five years mm. or so. So Borderlands oh, Two. Oh, actually, out. it might be six. Yeah. Because I know that, you know, before I left home, um, my brother had gotten rid of his PS3 and had a PS4. Oh, okay. All right, so what's, what is the current generation of Xboxes? The one that, you know... Xbox One. Okay, so Xbox One released in 2013. Okay. Borderlands 2 released in 2012. Okay, so yeah, they developed... There, that was obviously developed for, like, the Xbox 360 and the yeah. PlayStation 3. Mm. So hopefully they didn't have to start. They already had, like, you know, ideas that you, this was going to be on 
Mm. Well, if this has been a six-year development cycle, or so. they would have, or so they would have been hopefully working on the new stuff. Yeah, and if they didn't, like you know, Oof. they. Oh, but then you have to add DLC and stuff like that on top of it, and then they also had the pre-sequel as well. Yeah, they did work on the pre-sequel as well. And they also have done the Handsome Collection. I wonder if that's actually a contributing factor, because I know that people complained that the pre-sequel didn't feel like there was enough there compared to the previous Borderlands. Yeah. I wonder if that's why. I wonder if they had a split dev team, half working on pre-sequel, half percolating away on Borderlands 3. Mm, Maybe. Maybe that, maybe, like, you know, porting stuff over as well. Oh, because the ports happened later, didn't they? Mm. Than the pre-sequel. So the pre-sequel came out 2014. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, it feels like almost then that the pre-sequel was they released it to keep everyone, Borderlands, you know, in mind. Yeah. They probably didn't think that they would spend so long on Borderlands 3. I'm, I I personally think that when I play it, I'm going to be glad that they did. Yeah, everyone will be. Nowadays, like, well, not even nowadays, just games take so long to make. They mm. take, like, six or seven years to make a good, proper game. Mm. The problem is is that they start teasing it, like, two years into their development cycle. Like, oh, yeah, this is what we have. Look yeah. what's going to be coming out. And then everybody expects it within, like, the year. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, but we've only half completed the game. Yeah. Like, and then they go, well, that's th- fine. We'll release it anyway. Yeah. Gone are the days that, um, you know, for instance, this old Star Wars games that I'm playing. Gone are the days that you can have a full and complete game for 400 megabytes. Yeah. Yeah. But now... <laughs> Now they're nearly they're forty gig plus. <laughs> Heck, the um, the um, benchmarking software I used on a uh, new PC build the other day is you know five gigs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Jeez. and that's just benchmarking. That's seeing if it can run it. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways, we should probably go to a music break. Yeah, we've been waffling on for a while. Yeah, um, just a little while, eh? <laughs> Right, you know, if you need us to shut up, please just tell us to shut up and tell us to go on a music break. <laughs> but you can't because it's radio, so there. Ha! <laughs> Anyways, you've been listening to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back shortly.
Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And you said you found another more reputable news source? Yes. The, I, you know, I took it from the website I always take my news from. Um, so, uh, the Nintendo Switch, a very, you know, accessible, you know, popular handheld console these days. Yes. Um, obviously, because it's popular, there are going to be people who want to hack it because there always are. Mm-hmm. Somebody has. A guy um, originally started by running Linux on the um, on the Switch, which, yeah. to be honest, Linux is like the first step. <laughs> it, it kind of always is for those sort of things. And then he discovered that you can actually install Windows XP on it. Now, when asked, why did you install Windows XP? He's like, eh, I felt like it. <laughs> um, but then he also he released um, a footage of him playing Space Cadet Pinball on Windows XP on the Switch. And basically, once you put a, a, um, a proper OS on it, it just runs like a normal PC from there on. No, oh, okay. Apparently, they're, you know, quite usable. <laughs> Yeah, well, thing like consoles nowadays are just like more mini, like less powerful PCs. Mm. Think like PCs, but not as good. Yeah. Well, see, there's other things that you can do with it as well. So, for instance, the dock that you use the Switch with. Mm. Yeah. So the OS just look, just looks at that as a um, USB C hub. <laughs> so you can just plug it into anything that uses USB C. For instance. Uh, the removable keyboard and mouse system system for like I think it, uh, for certain tablets which use a USB-C plug mm. so you just plug the switch in there and in its place and boom full keyboard and mouse oh really so yeah that's the thing <laughs> um, uh, it's great seeing people actually you know, going and breaking these machines and making more out of them than what the manufacturer originally intended. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yes, because Nintendo thought, oh, yes, let's make makes this Switch and make sure it can run XP on it. Yeah, it's got to be XP compatible. Can we bump it to 7? Hmm. What, what are you talking about? That, there was no, no generation be, in between. Uh, yeah, that, uh, it'd be Vista. Nobody wants Vista. Mm. What are you talking about? There's no such thing. Yeah. Uh, have I told you the story um, that my first laptop that I got was a hand-me-down from a business that my dad took over. It's like, I don't mm. need this, so you can have it. And it was a Windows Vista laptop. Yeah. Mom's friend, Mom has a friend in the U.S. who works for the marketing department from Microsoft. Mm. And she was catching up with her and mentioned that I'd gotten this Vista laptop. And she said, you know, as part of, you know, as part of my job, I see it as my duty to remove copies of Windows Vista. <laughs> so she sent us a, um, a copy of an, 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 an install disk given to her hmm. um, of Windows 10 Ultimate, uh, not Windows 10, Windows 7 Ultimate, about a month before Windows 7 was officially released to the public. <laughs> so because she couldn't stand Vista. Because she was like, I cannot bear you having Vista. So here's the next. Jeez. Uh it really wasn't that bad. It was that bad. <laughs> well, see, the funny I, I played games on it. The funny thing was is that Vista, um, if you actually look at it, Vista and X and Seven are basically built on the same platform. They both mm. are actually very identical. 
so basically what they did with seven was they bug fixed seven <laughs> uh, vista and got rid of the um the demanding pop-ups basically yeah they tidied those up and all of a sudden everyone loved it yeah it was awesome they don't do they don't need to do much hey yeah doesn't change all that much but in saying that the um i ha- also had a vista laptop that was my mother's and i used it to play league of legends because i had nothing else at the time Mm. See, I went straight from XP to Windows 7, so I just kind of skipped that entire thing. But my stepfather had a um, Vista, and he absolutely hated it. <laughs> See, the thing was with my one is that I was playing I was playing it basically like, you know, most days and stuff until one particular update for League of Legends came out, and it made it so my computer couldn't run it. Oof. Like I don't know if it was the operating system or the specs, but like my computer just went, we can't load this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I guess I'm not playing this now. Mm. <laughs> and I'm glad I never looked back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. So here's another bit of interesting, um, interesting uh, news for you. Um, Minecraft has had its 10-year anniversary. Yes. All right. So as part of that, Mojang has actually gone and provided a website, which is called classic.minecraft.net, and it is the original version of Minecraft. Like like pre-alpha, or is Uh, it just Minecraft 1.1? Let me see, actually. Let's see if I can actually work out what... Um, the very first public build of Minecraft. Oh, okay. So whatever that one is. Because I, I remember seeing, like, you know, the Yogs cast and people play it in alpha, mm. where it was, like, not much to it, hey. Mm. Uh, yeah, this one is... You uh, zero, it, okay, I believe the, zero, the version is... Uh, version 0.0.23 alpha underscore one. Yeah, so that's the very original. This is the very original. It's not um, It's not the, like, internal first version that they ever yeah. released because it's got trees. <laughs> but... Um, it I, has trees. I, I, I remember that um, back in the day, they didn't have a hunger bar. Yeah. You ate and you just got health back. Yep. Oh, this this um it's so interesting to see just how far they cut how far they've come. But yeah, as part of their ten year anniversary, mm. um they're providing a um a copy of original Minecraft online that you can actually connect to and play multiplayer. Oh nice. So yeah, that's a thing. I'm but pretty I'm sure you could play multiplayer back back in the day on it as well. Mm. I will I will just say though, it's really bleak. <laughs> There's not a lot here. Yeah. It's all just grass and dirt. Mm-hmm. There's what? Dirt, s- um, stone. Sand. Sand. Gravel. There's a are you are you actually listening? What's actually there now? No, no, no. What is there like at that time? Like oh, there would have been like yeah, bedrock, dirt, dirt sand, gra- um, gravel, stone, 
the ores like iron, mm. iron, gold, diamond. Mm. Am I? Mis- I don't think I'm even missing one there. And lava and water, mm. trees, some mobs, and some animals. Yeah. I, were there even pigs? I don't think there's. I don't think there's animals at all. On the, oh. I haven't seen animals yet. Are you playing it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys not noticed? You can see the reflection here. See, you're in the way of my reflection nowadays. Uh. See, he's not in my reflection because all I have to do is duck my head a little bit and I can see under his monitor. Yeah, so I can tell it's not, you know, the oldest one. But see, you know, you've got like the old highlight, the block that you're going to hit. Then you just click it to break it. Oh. You right click to activate place mode and then you can left click to place a block. Oh. It's so clunky. That is so bad. So yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I've been playing Minecraft recently, so I keep on pressing right click to place a block, but right click isn't place a block or whatever it is. Isn't, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm pressing the wrong things. Yeah, sorry, I'm being an idiot, like normal. Um, let's see, I've got some planks of wood. Okay, yeah. now we're just watching you play Minecraft <laughs> on the stream. <laughs> not even... But like, not even commentating or anything. It's no, like, you're just fascinated by this little piece of internet history. Yeah, it's just like, oh, there's uh, there's water and yeah. dirt and... You know, all the things that trees. you normally see. Mm. <laughs> there's no animals. There uh, might be a zombie. Might. Just. That's a good question. Yeah, mm. like, is there mobs in it? Any? Uh, um, yeah. No? <laughs> <laughs> that would be boring, uh, having no mobs. That's, that's the thing, that this there's, there isn't really a game here. This is more like a tech demo. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is what you can do. See, the thing is, I don't even know what the controls are, because there's, there's only 32 blocks in this game. Oh, but I don't know how to open the inventory because it's not E. I? <laughs> oh, it's it's M. Oh. Behold, I have stone, cobblestone, dirt, oak wood planks, oak wood tri- trunks, um, leaves? leaves, saplings, the two normal kinds of flowers, the old mushrooms. I'm surprised that mushrooms was something they put in. Yeah. Sand, gravel, glass, sponge, Sponge? Yeah. What? <laughs> Have you not heard of... Do you, do you know what sponge is? Oh, yeah. But I know yeah, that it's in is, the game, but I didn't realize it was like, in that it, version of the it game. It was, like, never used until recently. And then <laughs> they've got gold block and then all the colors of wool. That's it. <laughs> Wait. If you can only get red and yellow flowers... How do you make all the colors of wool? Uh, there isn't crafting in this. Oh. Hmm. That's so, B. Okay, B for block. B for block. You press B to for, B for block, and then you get to choose block. Oh. <laughs> and the texture for gold blocks is just sad. So if there's wool, then there must be sheep. Well, Question see, it's called. Mark? It's called wool now. I don't know what it was before. Orange block. Oh yeah, maybe. But like world gen in this weird is, green thing. <laughs> they hadn't. They obviously hadn't worked out um, 
or uh, World Gin, things like that, because it's kind of weird. And I've never seen a larger vein of gold in my life. <laughs> that's huge. But anyways, um, so yeah, that's a thing. That's kind of cool. Kind of neat that they're celebrating their, um, you know, their anniversary by um, releasing the original copy just there online to have a look at. Mm. Which is kind of cool. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can. Can't you like retroactively play? Yeah, you can. All the additions. You can go. I think you can only go back a certain point. I think Uh. it's to the commercially sold versions. This version wasn't sold. Oh no! I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, like you can go back to like, like one version one point one. Yeah, probably. Uh, But it's so weird. This (laughs) everything's really bright as well. Oh, like their lighting is just a bit off. Yeah, well, I guess it was either lights on or lights off. <laughs> yeah. Like it's that moment they decide <laughs> it's lights off. Uh, imagine that day-night cycle. It goes light, 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 light. Nope. Mm. <laughs> you are now just dark. Like, uh, good luck seeing where you're going. Imagine just, like, in a game, any game that you're playing is, like, you know, a first-person adventure game. You're just walking around, like, it's light, 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 and then all of a sudden, like, you're... It's just darkness. Yeah. What would you think happened if everything just turned dark in an instant? <laughs> you think it would, you know, be bugged or something if it just went completely black? Yeah. Well, not oh. completely black, but like you know, darkness, like um, how a night would look in any game, like Skyrim or like mm. Fallout or I. Don't, what else has a day-night cycle? Pokemon. <laughs> um, Borderlands 2 actually has a day-night cycle. Borderlands 2? Yeah. It's like I'd been playing the game for ages and didn't realize it had a day-night <laughs> cycle. Jeez. Ugh, it was terrible. Um, but, yeah, just imagine, like, it. it's, like, day, and then all of a sudden it's night. <laughs> yeah. I think you just accept that as part of the, part of the game. You'd be like, oh, they just haven't bothered... Transition. I I just spent like the first time you you see it, <laughs> you would just be like, well, what? <laughs> it's night now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Continue on your little adventure. Yeah. Oh. Um. Unless you're afraid of the dark, in which case. <laughs> <laughs> Pauses game. Goes outside. Realizes <laughs> it's also dark outside. Screams. <laughs> okay. So. Um, I've done a little bit of research on this particular version that they've provided, and it's not even alpha. It's, uh, like, pre-alpha. Two generations pre-alpha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wasn't it... Yeah, it wasn't even one zero point mm. one. So this is their... Um, this is their last version of the... Um, of the um, Minecraft multiplayer test that they did in development. In-house. In-house, um, which was done in... So this version, uh, they produced it and used it in July 11th, 2009. That's when you know it's estimated. Um, yeah, so Alpha came out in 2010, June 30th. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So like when you, it's like when you're talking about, um, you know, old versions of games, you talk about, you know, you go back to, like, alphas. Yeah. Minecraft had two other, you know, things, InfDev and InDev. 
And indev is when you're, go you're talking about really old. And then you go back to classic. This is considered Minecraft classic. Oh. <laughs> and that's where they... Um, that's where they're actually testing it. So they've got, you know, the original early classic creative, which is versions 0.0.1a. And this is the 23rd version. So around version 15, they worked out multiplayer. Mm. And I assume 20, version 23 is what actually has the, yeah functions that you'd recognize as the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, hey, we put Go Forward, next version. <laughs> next, yep. We need to make a new update. Uh, but, I mean, I, I mean you add, if you added, like, a texture pack onto this and added grass, I probably wouldn't notice, other <laughs> than the weird uh, terrain gen. Terrain gen in this looks just wrong. Mm. So you've kind of got, like... Uh, sea level and then like the the land is floating above the sea what so, do you mean there's nothing under there so like kind of you know you've got caves generating the the it's very abrupt between water and land as in oh. like three blocks high abrupt so it's like it's um so for viewers at home it's like a wall between yeah. the sea like you go to go to the land and instead of it being like a beach or like, you know, something that you can climb up onto, it's just a wall. It's just a wall, yep. And Jennifer was complaining in our Minecraft world about how there's just holes everywhere. It's like, well, guess what? That's an improvement <laughs> on the old terrain, Jen. <laughs> it's just holes. Like, that's a hole that I fell into, but fortunately, you're in creative, so you can just instantly break things. That's another <laughs> hole. That's more holes. It's like literally, it's like, yep, we've di we've discovered how to add trees and holes. Where we've now completed it. This is this is it. The New version time. <laughs> this is when holes. this is when people get this version of Minecraft and mod it to have like the stuff that normal Minecraft has now, mm. like TNT. Yep. It's like, aha, we can now have even greater holes. <laughs> uh, and Thank I love I love going back and seeing, you know. How far a game has how, come. How far something's come, yeah. You know, I mean, in some ways, it you know, you never want to look back. In, like, No Man's Sky, you'd probably never want to look back. Oh, yeah. But it's there's several things. Like, for instance, I play Minecraft. I play Team Fortress 2. And so Minecraft, I get released to the ability of you can just choose what version you want to play on. Mm. They don't force you to play on the latest version. It's there, but, you know... You don't have to play on it. Yeah. And most of the time you don't want to because mods. And something like, so the ability to just choose what version you play on is basically almost unique, I think. Yeah. Mm, I don't think there's many other games that... um, Not like known games. Yeah, maybe like some smaller games, but... Mm. Or, um, or like in Team Fortress 2, it's a first-person shooter where you know how much health you have and how much health everyone else has just by, you know, game knowledge. Yeah. And um, uh, it gives you damage numbers. You know, it's very unlike Call of Duty in that way, that you can just do that sort of thing. Yeah, you can kind of calculate what yeah. somebody's health it's is. Like just, you know, it's like, yep, I did, you know, 175 damage to him, so I know that I don't really have to do very much else, and he's dead. Mm. Or, you know, that sort of thing. 
unlike Call of Duty with its sort of regenerating health system and things like that. Well, to be fair, Fortnite is like that as well. You can only have so much mm. health. Like, it's probably the same as Team Fortress in a way. That you can, yeah. You, you can definitely calculate. Yeah, and, game like, knowledge lets you know what they what they should be at. Yeah, and, like, um, it has different things. So, like, shield health, if you take that down, it's blue, the numbers that come off them. And then it goes to white if it's their normal health. Mm. So. Yeah. So. Well, see, the and thing is, I don't, kill them. I don't play Fortnite, so. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I just, I, I watch videos. I don't actually play the game. Please don't hate me. <laughs> I, I used to watch videos, like, from people from Laserbeam and things like that. Mm. But I just got sort of tired of Fortnite because, you know, YouTube back when Fortnite got big was just Fortnite. Yeah. So... Like, that was it. I mean, sad. it's still big. It's still, like, the most watched thing on Twitch at Apex the Legend hasn't taken it over? No. Apex took it over for about three or four weeks and then jo- dropped off again hmm. because there wasn't much to do in... The, I, sorry, not much, not that there wasn't much to do. But, yeah, they Fortnite, didn't you, can get, have, you can have the creator and things like that no, no, no. goof around. Um, the Fortnite keeps on updating, so oh, they bring yeah. out new, sh- like new shiny things to mm. um, make videos on. Well, a make videos on, and b to keep all the little kids happy and stuff like that. Mm. Right. Whereas um, Apex Legends didn't do that straight away. They mm. kind of like made the game, put it out there, and goes, ah, we're done. Oh wait, people actually like this game. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Now we've oh, got to do things. No. Now we have to make more for it. So, mm. yeah, they're in that process of, hey, we need to make more for this game. Mm. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, like, you know, it, it does take a while to develop new things and, like, they have to go their own way, mm. especially with Fortnite being so cartoony and stuff. You can kind of add things that don't really make, make sense. sense. Yeah. And... To be honest, just um, the setting that um, Apex Legends has set itself mm. is um, not going to be easy to um, update and like yeah. make new content for like on a regular basis. Mm. Like you have to actually make some something that fits into game law mm. because it's actually set in a actual world mm. or worlds. Yeah. But if they want to stay competitive with things like Fortnite, then they're going to have to find a way. Mm. It's either they say, okay, this is not canon, and then, you know, put in things that might not exactly fit in their world. Or they could just give everyone, you know, give a hero the ability to have Titanfall. (gasps) That would be awesome if, like, at the end of the round, like, the last survivors have Titanfalls and then it becomes a Titan duel. Do you know what my friend described it to me as? Uh-huh. Titanfall Battle Royale. I was, like, I had not seen anything of the game, had not heard anything about the game. I just knew it was from Respawn, mm. and I knew it was, like, a t- in the Titanfall universe, and that was a Battle Royale. My friend described it to me as, like, you know, Titanfall Battle Royale. I'm just like... I need that this. would be cool. <laughs> I, I need would, this in my life. <laughs> I would love to be like running around a battle royale map mm. and then call in my North Star <laughs> like, and <"Sup."> go ham, <laughs> go ham on people. It mm. would be so cool. 
Mm, but, that would um, be great. Or maybe, maybe that's where Battle Royale needs to go next. Or maybe not even like, you know, you get to choose which Titan you have. You get like the basic Titan that like BT is mm. and you find upgrades for your Titan. As, like you mm. find the guns for your Titan as well. That would be pretty sweet. I would love, like that's the content that you need to do, Respawn, because that's perfectly <laughs> in canon. This <laughs> is like, yes, give me this. Mm. Cause, but in saying that, that would be very hard to work around the difficulty factor mm. of, okay, when does somebody get a Titan? Like, is it an item? Is it like a kill streak type thing? Like, mm. is it what constitutes as this player is good enough to have a Titan? And the other thing is, is that um, if you look at something like... Uh, I feel like the balance that you wouldn't... It's not a thing if you have to be good enough. I feel like to balance it, everybody would have to be able to get it. Yeah, like how many people get it? How many Titans can be on the field at once? Can your servers actually handle this? I mean, Probably not. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like when you play Titanfall in um, like multiplayer, they can handle like 10 Titans on the field at once. Mm. It's not that computer intensive. Well, you look at some, you look like you look at a game like um, MechWarrior Online or something like that, and their mm. servers are you know all they're doing is just handling a lot of mechs in yeah. this massive hammer down sort of all out brawl. Mm. Um, I would love this. Can we please have this? This sounds great. Yeah, that's how it was, that's how it was described to me as. That's why I was I got excited for it. Then I found out it was just you know. It didn't. It, it didn't have mechs, and I was just like, "Oh well." I wanted mechs. <laughs> this yeah. is something like that's very different. Yeah, this doesn't have mechs. This is what bat. What um. What made the thing for me? Please, yeah. can I has. I mean, it would be great, but then maybe even like a class. You know how they have class systems mm. in it. Maybe a class that is pilot. Mm. And you you forego every other um, every other. You're just sad and squishy, but then yeah. you get a but then you get a Mac. Yeah, or like you know, or every different class gets a different type of Mac. Mm. Well, another thing as well is that you could you could actually tone down the mechs in the um, in the game, mm. like make them nowhere near as good as they were in in Titanfall. Yeah. And, you know, it could canonically make sense and say, like, yeah, these are basically just wrecks that they just go and find after battles. Or even, and, like, these are a different type of mech. Like, yeah. instead of having these ones that are, like, you know, supposed to be very tough and, like, take on people and stuff, like, mm. take on, like, massive missions, these ones are kind of, like... The, Civilian grade. Yeah, or, like, um the... The general infantry, infantry that you would have mm. in mech form, rather than in like you know, elite, like say that they're elite mechs, and these ones are just like regular infantry mechs that like you can produce on a very quick yeah. scale. Yeah, there's cool things that could be done with it for sure. Mm. So, yeah, I w- I would love to see that. It would probably be better than uh, building a house in Minecraft in a pre-alpha <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Anyways, we should probably go on to another music break instead of, you know, repeating last 
segment. Yes. <laughs> we already have repeated last segment. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, well, yes. Well then. Um, okay. <laughs> You've been listening to more Unegs radio show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back after the break. You will listen to Tune FM. That is not a request.
Baby, I don't feel so good Six words you never understood I'll never let you go Five words you never say I laugh alone like nothing's wrong Four days has never felt so long If three's a crowd and two was us One slipped away Welcome back to the Uneggs Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And um, that was a, <laughs> that was a that, weird that, ending. That yeah, that's <laughs> kind of thrown us off, to be honest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, 
Uh. Right, okay. Uh, yeah, Jen, you were going to uh, review us a game. Please, get my mind off of that. Yes. <laughs> Back to um, Unravel 2. Mm. So it's an interesting game. We've played three chapters of it, but it's got some really cool things. So um, basically you're connected to this other um, woolen man. Yeah, yeah. Little, your little character's made out of yarn. Yeah. But the thing is, like, um, so if you go around things, like, one of you go around one way and one goes around the other way, you get stuck on it and you can get tangled up. <laughs> because, yeah, because you're connected together by a physical line, so you've got oh. to, you know, you you got to be careful and work with that. It can be useful, but it can also mean that, you know, you wind up just hanging there. It's like, oh, well, I'm here now. Have you both ended up on either sides of, like, I don't know, like a tree Pipe. branch oh yeah, yeah of oh, yeah yeah we just have. sit there dangling another view well, see, the thing is, is that you can climb up each other's um ah. yard. so if you um we're using xbox controllers so press right trigger and go up you can actually climb up this string oh yeah and over the objects mm. so one of the things that you have to do is um you can swing from things mm. so you can cast a bit of yarn and swing from it yeah to get to different levels and stuff Mm. So some of it actually requires, you know, somebody to be at one section so that the other person can swing off of them. Oh, okay. And things like that. That's a cool little mechanic. Mm. It is actually quite a clever and well put together sort of, um, they call it a, a platforming adventure game. Oh, yeah. So it's quite, it's actually really nice because the music and it's really relaxing and um, you know, Jen can go probably, could probably go on about how the backgrounds are just gorgeous. It's a good-looking game, and then you get these things like murder birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, are they just crows? Oh, it's a, no, it's a turkey. It's a turkey, <laughs> and the turkey's pissed off at you because you you know looked at it funny or something, and it just pursues you for this uh, one section. I'm pretty sure in like the original game, you get attacked by a gerbil. <laughs> well, see, the thing is that we're in the cult one, at least. Um, we're following the story about these couple of kids. But there's no, there's absolutely no dialogue in it at yeah. all. So we've... You're you kind know. of following around their shadows kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. So you've just got sort of, you know, so far we're just trying to work out what the story actually is. Ah, uh, that's fun. There's well, actually see, the thing is we figure out that the kids are running away from the adults... And the adults oh. are bad? We think. Oh. Because the adults are black and the kids are in colour. Okay. And we've had to escape from the adults before. Oh. That That's uh, a bit sinister. Yeah. You know. You know. Wait, what's this rated? Uh, let's G see. or E for everyone? Hmm. <laughs> it's not rated. It has to e, have a rating. E for, e for everyone. Yeah. So, like, the actual things that you're running away from, you never actually see anything sinister, but it's sort of like, you know, it's hinted that the kids are just trying to get away. And, like, there's this one segment where, um, you know, they're drunk and there's bottles everywhere and things like that. Mm. And the kids are just, you know, getting away from their alcoholic, we don't know if they're parents, but the alcoholic people. Mm. And it's it's interesting. 
Yeah, that's that's a weird thing. Like I reckon that that's a um, weird message or like story to tell in a game that's probably well, see, marketed is, towards children. Well, the thing is, we haven't really completed it, so we don't know what. We a- we we actually don't know. We're yeah, like barely that, any of the way through. That's fair enough. But so. even having those types of symbolism mm. in a game that is for that type of audience mm. just seems a bit weird to me. Mm. I don't know. I just feel it's a bit too heavy-handed for people that are under the age of 10. Yeah, but see, we're not the, the, other, the age of 10, so the other thing we're just having fun. The other thing is that everything that happens here happens in the background mm. while you're just trying to deal with stuff in the foreground. So it's quite easy to just miss what's going on as yeah. well. So you've got to be looking for it. So it's a 2D environment as well. Like, you can go up and down and, you know, sideways, but you can't go into the screen or mm. forwards or anything. Yeah, so it's a, it's a platformer. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find... Um, yeah. And it's all in different locations, like there's a lighthouse and there's parks and mm. turkeys <laughs> and <laughs> hospitals. Mm. Um, I love some of the little mechanics in it as well. It's a very... It's got enough mechanics to be interesting while also being very easy to get as well very simplistic yeah so i play it and i you know i've played platformers before i've done this sort of thing before so i recognize that i can play it fairly well um and it's nice that there's the way it's you know by design it's almost like you can play it with one person who's good and can you know get through the puzzles fairly easily and then help the other person through yeah you know you know sometimes jen will just not be able to get a jump or something like that so she doesn't even have, like, if I get through the puzzle, she doesn't have to. She can just choose to either go through the puzzle or just climb up my rope and get back to me. Yeah. So that's sort of a nice little mechanic that she can, you know, it gives her the choice to choose the puzzles instead of being forced to take the puzzles. Until yeah. it gets anyway. to the ones that you need both people to solve the puzzles. Yeah. There are somewhere it needs both people, but it, they are still doable. Yeah. So, which is nice. I like that. The thing is, is that, I mean, it's not like a really hard game. It's just lots of fun. Yeah. Hmm. Which Uh, you kind of need. Yeah. It's lots of fun. It's very satisfying and relaxing in a way. Well, the the murder bird wasn't relaxing. (laughs) The murder bird took several attempts to get past. Mm. Oh. Okay, if one person gets done in by the murder bird do you both have to reset yes. yeah because oh. what what the murder connected the murder bird its thing is that it doesn't actually attack you it doesn't attack the character it actually goes and severs the connection between the two characters and oh. that's what ends the um the mission oh so that's something i like so someone's not dying it's just the you know the link is being broken mm. which i think is a a, a nice little you know, way of doing it. Yeah. Without, you know, you died <laughs> coming up on the screen. Dark Souls. Insert Dark <laughs> Souls music. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and the detail of the game as well, because they're working on such a small scale, they can make everything look really detailed and really nice and mm. good looking, which is cool. 
because you know back when I was playing platformers they were old Mario games and there's not much you can give them in the way of detailing and yeah. gorgeous graphics well when everything's uh, what three polygons yeah <laughs> like four vertices mm. you're working on very limited resources there yeah it uh, is a good looking game it's, it's mm. nice we've enjoyed it so far well that's all that matters really yeah yeah and even better it came as part of the um, the origin um, fault that I got, oh, so it's okay. free as well for oh. me. So yeah, I'm just going through this vault and finding all of these awesome little games, and I'm just like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, oh, this is co-op? Oh, I'm totally <laughs> trying that out. Knew nothing about it going in. It's like it's got these weird-looking dudes. <laughs> they're made out of yarn for reasons. Do you think that they look like little devils when they're all out of yarn? <laughs> Don't know. Because I remember seeing things from the first one and, like, you know, as you use more yarn, Mm. you get, like, thinner. Yeah. But the thing is, the way that your head's shaped, when you get thinner, it looks like you get, like, you have horns. Yeah. Well, see, uh, the character that I I played, the red one, Mm. he just has horns. Yeah. (laughs) He just has three horns. Like, I don't think they're meant to be horns. Yeah. And they're trying to counteract the horn look of it by adding a third spike in the middle of his head for <laughs> extra spikiness. Mm. But um, there's definitely that sort of thing. Yeah, because I just remember going like, oh, when he's on, when he's like nice and raveled up, he looks cute and stuff. But when he's all out, he's just like, I'm going to get you. Right. <laughs> uh, and there's other little things as well. Like, for instance, um, when your character's running around, um one character will point out where you actually have to go. Okay. So the characters are actually very... They, they communicate quite a lot. Mm. You know, they tell you where they have to go. They kind of give you cues as to ways of doing things as well, yeah. which is nice. So, yeah. Um, let me see. Is So it... if you wanted to play a game with your girlfriend... <laughs> Hey, I, was, too. <laughs> I was half thinking of it, but I would rather play in the um, lounge room, mm. which I'll need to then buy it on the PlayStation 4, probably. You can get it on the Switch. Oh, well, there you go. Um, I need to get more games for that. Hey. <laughs> it's just sitting there in my living room, gathering yeah. dust. I still Ugh. haven't finished the um, Octopath Traveler. Oh, Remember no. when I got that? Remember when you got that and were really stoked about it? Remember when I got that and, like, got all the characters uh, and then didn't touch it since? <laughs> but the other thing is with this is that if you've got Xbox controllers, it's built to run on Xbox controllers. Yeah. So if you just plug your VGA, your whatever it is you're using, yeah. from your PC to your uh, TV, done. See, my t- uh, my computer is in one room and my TV is in another room. Yeah, that yes. would be a problem. So I'd have to unplug my whole computer, take it out to the lounge room and plug it all back in. Then again, when we were at Bingley today, um, David was showing showing off 10-meter um, HDMI cables that he's got now. He's like, I have been considering moving my gaming rig to another room <laughs> and oh. then gaming in another room again. He's oh. like, because I can. I think... When you get that long, you start getting problems with video mm. stuff. It is, to be honest, it is am- amazing just how long you can get things. Yeah. I watched this YouTube video where they're like, 
So we've got all of these PCI Express extenders. How many of these can we daisy chain together on a graphics card before we start having problems? Oh. And they started daisy chaining this thing, and they took the graphics card like 20 meters or something, like out of the house. Oh. (laughs) Like, well, I hope this thing works now. And then it started and then it started artifacting and giving all sorts of weird things. <laughs> but if they put it one back. Yeah, it was just like aha. Oh it's like then you can build the PC build where you don't have to buy a case because every component is in a different room. <laughs> uh, that moment when your PC case is just on the wall. My PC case is my house. <laughs> I love that actually, a wall mounted PC or or a the one I've seen and I absolutely loved was where someone got a glass top table yeah. and mounted their PC underneath the glass top. Oh, so you look yeah. down through the table into your PC. That's pretty cool. And it's all lit up and things like that. Like, oh. See, I was thinking of it the other day and like getting like a table, like a wooden one, mm. and like building a PC into it mm. with like all your USB stuff coming yeah. out. And stuff like that. That would be cool. I and saw having um, it like super neat, but you know, it's yeah. a bit hard to do. All Linus that. Uh, Linus Tech Tips did a video where they made the ultimate desk. Yeah. Where um, from the outside, you walk up to your desk, you put down, you place your laptop on it, and plug in a, um, a USB Type C. Yeah. Which is the you know, or is it Type C or Thunderbolt? Whichever yeah. one does everything. Which I think is Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt is the I'm pretty sure is the type of kin- like the um, the USB part, ah. whereas the Type C is just like like how you plug it in, okay. like the physical part of it, okay. like um how mini USB and yeah. USB and USB B or uh, whatever, whatever it is, yeah, that okay. weird one that was in the middle of it all. Yeah. So um, basically. Um, lots of laptops use that sort of connector for power these days, mm. the high-end ones. Um, so you plug it in as if you're going to charge it. Um, but built into the desk is was a GTX 1080 in a um, external graphics card cage. Yeah. So when you plugged it in, you plugged your um, you're actually plugging your laptop into power, a graph a you know really nice graphics card an external um, hard drive loaded up with your Steam library. And then on the other side of the desk, what they'd actually um, uh, drilled out all the way up to the top to the top of the desk and mounted um, wireless phone chargers in it. Oh, yeah. So you place your phone on the desk, your phone charges wirelessly, your laptop has just turned into a very respectable gaming PC <laughs> and is getting charged and has access to all this stuff. And it's just like, wow, this looks cool. When can I have one? I want it now. <laughs> uh, well, reach out to them and, like, yes. you know, say well, how much. Yeah, please. I need this. So, and then they'll be like, it's not for sale. And then you cry. It's like, well, you need to get yourself a really nice laptop and a 1080 Ti or whatever it was they chucked in there. Yeah. And then the external mounts for those things are expensive. Mm. It's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Just get me an extension, an extension, PCIe <laughs> extension. I'll just plug it in. Yeah. It'll be fine. Ah, oh. it's yeah. great when people start doing goofy builds with yeah. machines. Then again, modern cases, like some of the fancy Cors- uh, Corsair cases, look really weird. 
Mm. Like they're making this one which is just a long, tall, like really small box. Oh. So it's long and tall. And it, I think basically the way it works is it's like a, this massive duct that ducts air up through it. Oh. And it's got, you know, a, you know full, it's a full gaming PC in there, but in a really odd looking case. Oh, okay. Or this other one that is like, um, it's kind of like a box that you build your PC on the exterior of. And then it's got standoffs and then just perspex or, or glass on that. Yeah. But it's not contained. Like the, the yeah. perspex is on one side. You could just reach and poke it. Yeah, it's like the it's like the wall and then the perspex and you mount in between the two. Yeah. But it's, you know, designed to be either be stood up vertically or on its side. You know, on its side. And it looks cool, but at the same time, it also looks massively impractical. Yeah. Considering then you have to have desk space for a PC that big and bulky <laughs> that you all, you actually can't put on the ground. Because, you know, normal PC case, you bump into it, it's fine. With that one, you've just kicked your graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't need this anyway. Uh, so, Yeah. Yeah, there's some weird things that people do. Anyway, we should probably go to a music break. So this has been us for now. We'll be back. We'll be back. Tune FM 106.9. Hey, he remembered. Woo, woo. (laughs) Be back after the break. Bye. Will you hold the line? Every one of them is giving up and giving in Tell me, in this house of mine Nothing ever comes without a consequence of cost Tell me, will the stars align? Will heaven step in? Will it save us from a sin? Will it? Cause this house of mine stands strong That's the price you pay Leave behind your heart Fading, took an old path 
the blood of my head won't break it. I can taste it. The end is upon us. I swear, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna.
Welcome back to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show. And ha, I beat you to it, Nick. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> um, now we discovered some interesting computer terminology a while mm-hmm. ago. So you know how you know you start looking into um, um, weird computer terminology. You get things like nibbles and stuff like that. What? Have you, have you not heard of this? I'm sure there's a thing called that. Nibbles. Uh... I, maybe I might have heard that term before, but I can't remember it mm. off the top of my head exactly what it might be. It's um, probably some gigantic a, amount of bytes. So, no, actually. Oh, wait, no. It's a, it's, it's a it's nibble. The, it's it's a the very thing. opposite so, end. So um, you know how a, a, you've got bits and bytes. Bytes is eight bits, right? Yes. A nibble is half a byte. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's obviously someone who's just, you know, Thought, oh, I've got the best idea ever. Yes. Um, so, are you familiar with, you know, you're obviously familiar with, you know, megabytes, gigabytes, terabytes, that, yeah. sort, that sort of system. Yeah. And you know how you plug a USB in or a hard drive in and, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, yeah, you two buy terabytes or something and it's, you know. 1.8 1. 1. terabytes. Yeah. Or, you know, you plug an 8 gigabyte um, USB in and it's like 7 point something. Yeah. yeah. Well, the reason for that is because megabytes are done in, ba- in done in base ten, so they're numbers that we use. Yeah, yeah, one to ten. Um, but computers are binary, so going in powers of ten for them is dumb. Yeah, it, so it's one thousand and twenty-four, I believe. Yes, that's be- yeah, that is um, doing storage by base two, and you know. If you do storage by base two, which is what those, um, so like for instance, you plug your two terabyte drive in, your Windows says, yeah, this is 1.81 TB. Um, what it actually means, it does not mean terabyte, it means tebibyte, <laughs> which is the actual correct um, way of abbreviating is capital T, lowercase i, capital B. Mm. And it's the same for every one of those. So you've got... Mebibyte is the lowest one. Yep. Um, Mebibyte, um, kibibyte, gibibyte. <laughs> Yubibyte. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, once you start getting to um, um, the higher orders of stuff, it starts getting a bit... Um, the names start getting interesting. Um, so yeah, so you've got kibibyte, mebibyte, gibibyte, tebibyte, pebibyte, exbibyte, <laughs> zibibyte, and yobibyte. Yobibyte. Yes. Yes, there is a word, yobibyte. Because, um, so you know, a terabyte is 1,000 to the power of four. Uh, a yobibyte, a is 1,000 to the power of eight, so that's massive storage. Yeah. You know, so for instance... Wait, then what's a petabyte? So a petabyte is a thousand terabytes. Yeah, but you... So a petabyte... Oh, yeah. A, so pet, a petabyte is a thousand terabytes. Yeah, sorry, to the powers thinking times for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Well, you know, that's 1,000 times 1,000 times 1,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Maths. I was thinking... I was doing like... Uh, four times mm. 1,000 yeah. in my head for some reason. Yeah. Not uh, 1,000 to the power of four. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's the math behind it. And basically the reason that these terms aren't 
the, they're used kind of interchangeably is because nobody's really heard about them. And Mebibite sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah. Mebibite. <laughs> uh, yeah, imagine saying, oh, yeah, I ha- I, this, this file is like 13 Mebibites. What? <laughs> well, what? What? What do you mean? What is this? Mega sounds so much more demanding and fierce. Well, also, <laughs> also, maybe we're so like I've I've actually seen mathematicians talk about this where they say like base ten is actually a really sucky base. Everything you know, the only reason humans use base ten is because you know fingers and toes. Um, whereas basically the rest of the world operates off of base twelve, <laughs> but we decided not to. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's so, that's basically why we use base 10 for talking about storage when, um, base two is the actual way that storage is measured. Yeah. Um, there was actually a lawsuit in the U S about this where a guy sued, I can't remember what manufacturer it was, but he sued them for saying, you know, you guys are selling a two terabyte drive, but it's not actually two terabytes. Mm. It's like 1.8 so that's false advertising and sued them for it as of, you do of course in america yeah because <laughs> as you do yeah uh um bet you that was shot down pretty quick i don't know actually i always thought that it was because of the um operating hardware uh software that was on the um Device. That's what I always thought. That, like, you know, they had to partition a bit of the the, uh, the storage mm. to be used for the, oh, this is how you use it. Well, in um, but in, on a like a, a boot drive, like your Windows boot drive, you will actually have a separate partition which is dedicated to that. Yeah, but I mean, but, like, there was files or like, you know, a way, like, say, for I was thinking of for external drives mm. because that's where I always found them was uh, like that that discrepancy it was mm. like okay this that especially because it was you know back in the day and like you used to have a usb drive that was like hmm. um 512 megabytes it's big so it's like it wasn't that big of a mm. part that was missing and it was like oh yeah that's the part that's used for Putting all the software that actually runs the device, so that you know that the, the stuff that you can't access or delete because if you delete it, it will make it just not work. Hmm. No, but actually, Mebibytes. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's the whole system of e- everything working. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's what I thought it was, but I guess that's a bit different. That's what I thought it was too. Yeah, I guess it's a bit different when you look at like, oh, a two terabyte hard drive is actually one point eight terabytes. That's not you're terabyte; like, it's terabytes. Yeah, but like you know, when you think about that system, you're like, okay, they obviously can't have what a hundred gigabytes That's worth of. Gigs. Well, yeah, that <laughs> worth of okay. This is what you need to plug and play. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, that's some damn good software they have on there to make this <laughs> device run, hey. Yeah. Uh, I also, um, I wonder actually, huh, I just had a thought. So there's these competitions that they do where they do, um, it's like build a fully functioning game with the least amount of storage possible. Oh, okay. And they get they're these like, 
this guy developed a game which is like under a megabyte big, which is a full-blown first-person shooter. Oh. Under a megabyte using like his own design super compression. Oh. I wonder, because if you use a, you know, a megabyte, a megabyte is 24 bits bigger <laughs> than a megabyte. So you could start doing that and it would blow them all out of the water. <laughs> like, ha I've got this extra little bit of space. Ugh. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, when you get down to, like, that type of level of compression, you must run into some type of issue of, like, hey, that texture looks like it's artifacted mm. to the wazoo. Yes, is that a gray wall or is that a door? Is I that don't door? know. Uh, see, that's one thing that always um, had me struggling with older generation consoles and things like that. It's like as soon as you start doing anything split screen co-op, mm. it's just like, like my brother had it really bad. Like he just like stopped being able to differentiate stuff. Oh, it's like we were playing Borderlands the pre-sequel three-player split screen. So you got this fourth chunk, which is yeah. Black. I think the way yeah. The, the way that they did it, he's like, someone got the top of the screen, two ah, people yeah. shared the bottom half. Yeah. Um, in thir- in uh, quarters. And um, it's like, he's like, oh, Lindsay, we've got to go through this door. We've got to go through this door. He's like, what door? It's like, we're standing in the door. <laughs> this door. <laughs> I don't see any door. He's just struggling hard. Jeez. It was the worst. But... I guess that's probably one of the reasons why split screen co-op in consoles isn't so developed for anymore. Mm. It isn't really, is it? I don't know. They just they moved away away from actually having good arc. They probably just thought, "Hey, we can make more money of people playing co-op on different consoles." Yeah. But in saying that, I guess that people also weren't maybe not really in no like one's every friend. no one has any friends anymore <laughs> no more like everyone has a console mm. instead of like you know making it split screen just make every console have the like so everyone gets a full screen rather than you know a quarter of a screen or something yeah but in saying that like things like Mario Kart like, the newest one has split screen in it, mm, so mm. it's not like it's dead. Yeah, yeah. It's well, just... then again, I think there would have actually been uproar had they removed split screen from Mario Kart, because oh, that's yeah. Mario Kart's thing. Yeah. I think that would have been what... the death of Mario Kart. Yeah. Mm. See, multiplayer games have also moved into other ways of doing multiplayer, like being on the same screen. Like, look at Lego. Hmm. Lego, if you guys move apart, the screen automatically, like, changes to be a split-screen type thing, Hmm. which is something. But, like, other games, like, you're limited to the amount that you can be away from each other or, like, the the, instead of, like, splitting the screen, Hmm. you have the just the the game screen gets bigger. Hmm. Or if you go off the screen, you die. (laughs) Yeah. Like in um, Little Big Planet is an example of that. If you get left behind, you die. <laughs> With um, the way that... Um, oh, I've even forgotten the name now. Um, game we were playing, Jen. Unraveled. Unraveled, that's it. Um, the way that it handles it, 
is as you move apart, the screen zooms out so it can yeah. encapsulate you. But it's got a hard lock because you two are attached to each other. There's only so far that you can get before yeah. you run out of yarn. So that's how it deals with it, you know. Which is nice, having a physical in-game reason for why you can't get too far apart. Yeah, like things like that, that's why there isn't... Maybe, like, there are at-home co-op things, Mm. like couch gaming, but, like, it's not exactly always split-screen. Like, um, another thing is, like, snipper clips on the Nintendo Switch. You don't need to be split-screen because it's just, you know... The screen is all you get. Yeah. There's no, like, left or right movement of the actual mm. game. Yeah. It's all contained in this one thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I've just... So I've been looking up other amusing computer science terms. Oh, yeah. And I've discovered... I think this is my favorite one. Picnic. I'm sorry, what? Picnic. What's a it's, picnic? It's, it's the, the abbreviation. It's an abbreviation that's abbreviated picnic. And it is problem in chair, not in keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but when the person's struggling hard and it's not the computer's fault, it's problem It's problem oh. in chair, not in keyboard. So, like, it's the person's fault. Mm. It's so picnic. The, the, you know, the older term for it was... Pebcac, but people liked picnic better. And pebcac is problem exists between chair and keyboard. No. <laughs> There's a bug in my stuff and I can't work it out. It's between the keyboard and the chair. <laughs> uh, it's user error. <laughs> user error. Uh, that kind of hurts me a little bit. <laughs> I take that personally. Oh, <laughs> uh, jeez. Sums up my uh, university career nicely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways, um, I've got something for you to get excited about, Nick. Games night tomorrow? Vigorous plugging. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yay! So, games night is on tomorrow night, as you all should know by now. We are up in the stro at 6 p.m. And this week... Is a special week. It's not really a special week. It is very special. You're not going to be able to look in one direction of this row anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully there's going to be a very nice and bright gaming PC rig that has all of the RGB on it that Mm. I'm currently working on. But assignments are getting in the way. Those damn pesky assignments don't let me build a PC. That PC better be tomorrow night, Nick. Well, to be honest, if it's just, like you said, if it's just cable management, mm. I can do that. That's, like, the the bad part of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part that Jennifer got to help with most when I was building mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. So we're going to have two VRs. Yay! Five piece, four PCs available. Yay! Switch, Woo. board games, Woo. magic, Woo. Xbox, <laughs> and sausage sizzle. Yes! <laughs> Thank God he yelled, yelled, yelled yes for that. Uh, get excited for a good sausage sizzle. And drinks, both for a dollar each. Yep. So it's all very exciting. Get everyone up there. It's going to be great. And it's a good opportunity to let out some steam before the exams hit. Yep. 
Um, we're probably not going to be running over exams, so sadly, you're going to have to let off your own steam then. Yes. Because, so, yeah. Um, if, 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 think if Nick thinks assignments are bad, just wait till he discovers what exams are like. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we only have three weeks left before exams. Oof. That's scary. So, I yeah. I just like this trimester. <laughs> so, yeah, it's getting close. So come up and enjoy yourself a little bit while you can. Have fun before exams. Sap your soul. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's us for tonight. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's been great. And we're going to go now. So bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. bye.